All righty. Uh, he is uh, with us. He is uh, Congressman George Santos, representing the 3rd Congressional. And uh, after a night of uh, voting down a resolution to expel him, deferring all future discipline uh, to an ongoing ethics inquiry uh, into he, and uh, he gives us a couple of minutes on this uh, Thursday morning. Congressman, it's good to have you. Tough circumstances, I get it. Uh, but all in all, uh, the vote... As far as uh, the uh, expulsion, uh, and we'll see what happens in, a, in about three weeks or so, uh, give me a sense of, uh, of what you're going through with this and, uh, and tell me why that for the good of the people, the good of the constituency, you would not just kind of call it a day at this point. Go ahead. Hi, Jay. Thanks for having me. So, you know, I fielded... For the last couple of days, uh, hundreds of calls of support from my constituents. I know that uh, Congressman Lalota likes to, to recite a poll taken from Newsday back in January, a poll that has been now proven more than to be not the case anymore. There is no 78% of support for my resignation from Congress. I go back to the district. I do not face this deep challenge of rejection that is the perception that I guess most in the media uh, like to per, uh, portray to their viewers and listeners. So not not very different than what my colleagues tried to do yesterday, which is essentially take away due process and create dangerous precedent uh, that the House has never done before. So uh, look, I stay convicted in the service that I'm doing. I stay convicted that I will prove my innocence. And I, I am convicted convinced that I'm able to, to survive this. And when I do, I, I really hope to come on shows like yours and then say, hey, Jay, do you, you know, do you remember when you told me to hang it up for the good of the people? And then I just really want to genuinely get the reaction of folks like that uh, in the future, and I look forward to doing so. Do you feel ethics uh, will go another way here uh, as I, far as I, what I, happens I, in and I, around the 17th of, uh, of the month? I mean, do you feel I, that uh, you will be exonerated from that committee? Like I said, I have been compliant with that committee. I look forward to continue to be compliant, but it's very hard to believe that they're close to a conclusion and that they're going to come to one, being that I haven't even been uh, given a date to go interview with them. How can any conclusion come from the committee without talking to me? So that, that those are just other factors that have, be, have to be taken into consideration. I don't think the American people get the full transparent picture but then they like to turn around and call me the liar. The reality is, is there's a lot of things that are not said and a lot of facts that are missing from a lot of these narratives out there. And especially yesterday, to see the is, desperate attempt. Go ahead. No, I understand that. Is the fact that the former treasurer for you uh, kind of took a hit here as far as what's going on with defrauding individuals, embezzlement, well, uh, and everything well, else? Do you deny that uh, that those actions actually took place for Nancy Marks to do to kind of take the hit here? Oh, Jay, look, let's make this very clear. I've been in politics for four years. Nancy Marks has been in politics for 30. As reported by the New York Times, this isn't her first or second time with the FBI and the DOJ looking into her. The reality is, I was given a raw deal by the people that surrounded me, by the people I worked with. Nobody came up to me. I worked with Nancy, much like Jesse Garcia, the chairman of Suffolk County, worked with her for years. 
much like most of the, the Republicans in New York, Lee Zeldin, who had to return money from his gubernatorial campaign due to scrutiny from the from from regulators. So people are super focused and hyper focused on all the things that have to do with my campaign. But nobody's talking about the fact that she has had other encounters like this and she has been put under the gun. I just happen to not know them. Right. So I, I think it's pretty hypocritical. And the last thing is, as a candidate, Jay, the last thing that any single person does as a candidate is touch any of the finances. It was no different for me. I didn't touch finances. I didn't do any of the regulations, uh, uh, regulatory reporting. So let's let's make sure that when we're when we're vetting these questions and we're making these questions, that we make them with with the understanding understand this process, understands exactly what transpires. I never touched any of the regulatory reporting associated to any of, of, of these financial uh, things that I'm, I'm accused of and that Nancy Marks has now t- taken a plea on. George Santos with us. George, what about the, the witnesses? Uh, you know, where the House panel released this in a report, contacted around 40 of them. Uh, a lot of pages of documents, 170,000 plus, you know, authorized 37 subpoenas and everything else here. And, of course, you know, this next cause, cause of action could be coming before the 17th. I mean, what about uh, in the preliminary aspects of, of this uh, re- of this report here? Give me a sense there. Well, look, I can't obviously discuss a report and an investigation that would undermine its uh, validity and would undermine its its credibility. But what I can say is, uh, if you look at what the ethics committee is doing, they're going based off of hawk groups that are extremely biased and skewed to one way or another, which in my case, all all the way to the left, who are making baseless accusations ranging from the most insane uh, 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 non-embezzled money by listing $199 expenses and 99 cents on his um, on his reports. Again, that's a regulatory issue that I did not have anything to do with. But that's one of the things I know for a fact they're investigating because it was wildly reported. Then came Derek Meyer, who was a, a gentleman who came into my office for a day and a half, was going to be a prospect after we decided not to move forward with him because we, we were given a tip that he had a, a long ongoing issue with wiretapping a federal courtroom in Ohio. We chose to you say, like, you know, we're, this isn't going to work out. Go clear your name out. We're not shutting him down. He he posted a conversation about verbatim from us telling, breaking the news to him. He reported us. Then when he saw that that didn't happen, and he made up an entire thing from cloth that I sexually harassed him. It couldn't be furthest thing from the truth. That's one of the things the ethics committee is looking into. So, again, just to give you an understanding, they're going to call witnesses because, let's say, somebody accuses you of, of sexual harassment automatically, if it's in my office, my entire staff's going to be called in. So it's not hard to get to 40 witnesses per se, right, or bring in uh, expert witnesses to discuss, uh, for instance, regulatory reporting. So that's, the, again, context matters when you're explaining this to your viewers and you're make, trying to make a case. So I'm glad I'm able to shed some light on that for you, Jay. All right. Only been five uh, who have... Uh uh, succumb to this type of process. The last one, I think, was 02. Uh, James Trafficker was out of Ohio. So, uh, in essence, uh, that is uh, the case. 
regarding uh, 13 counts, financial misdeeds, 10 charges in October, the treasurer and everything else, uh, $500,000, a loan of a campaign and everything else. But you say, George Santos, that you are innocent and you feel very confident uh, regarding the ethics committee as far as this investigation that will come forward that will exonerate you. I look forward to seeing the findings, and I look forward to continuing to defend my honor. All righty. And, and you say, one last point, now you say your base, you field a lot of phone calls and everything else, and a lot of people are supporting you. If that truly was not the case, where and I'm sure there's a lot of people in that third district, and we know them well, we cover that area, in a big, very big way. Uh, if if you felt that they said to you, listen, I think for the betterment of everyone involved here and representation, uh, Congressman, you should step down. You should step down and fully concentrate on the legality at the center of it all here regarding yourself. Would you do that in honest fashion? Would you step away if you felt that you did not have the support of the constituency at this point? Jay, I've made that point back in January. When I truly meant, and I meant it when I said it, if I find myself in a position where key players in the district are no longer willing to work with me and they do not want to talk to me and that there is no support, there is no point in me saying that is not the case. I still work with the folks in the district. I still have good working relationships. I am accomplishing as much as I can for the district. I don't tout it online because I'm not a photo op uh, a whore like most of these Long Island uh, politicians are. I, that's just not my MO, right? So I'll make this very clear. Here's the great stark difference between me and the rest of this delegation. I am the only real conservative in New York, Long Island's area, in Congress. I'm the only one with a 100% voting record that is conservative. I'm the only one who's literally committed and staying true to every single campaign promise I made, from, from, from abortion, spanning all the way through fiscal conservative policies. I'm the only one who hasn't strayed the course. That's why I continue to have a 100% score when some of, some of my colleagues have scores in the 60s. So that's the real issue. I am the bane of their existence because they're true flip-flopping politicians, and I'm not. So I, I don't care how much people try to spin this. I'm the true Republican conservative on Long Island representing true conservative principles and ideology in Congress. That's why I have very little people who who have the ability to organize and come against me because there's very little they can say. The concerned citizens of New York, their their groups get their group and demonstrations get smaller and smaller because they just run out of fuel. So that's just the reality of what we're living. So if you want to go and, and knock me, you can knock me all day long, but you can't knock my record. You can't knock what I'm accomplishing for the people of New York Third and the people of the United States in general. I have the support of the people, and I'll continue to fight for them. Give an eye on things. We'll give an eye on things, uh, Congressman George Santos. Uh, we shall see in the next couple of weeks. We do appreciate it, though, you coming on with us. Yeah, always re- willing to come on, Jay. You know how to get me. Thank you so much for having me.